Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos. Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, of course, the Lakers Fast Break. And go ahead, while you're at it, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, because we're now all over the place right here at the Lakers Fast Break, we're multi-streaming to several locations, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all over the place, even Twitter. So go ahead and subscribe where you see this right there for you, and go ahead and subscribe today. It is truly appreciated. Plus, also as well, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us, right there for you at Lakerholics.com. Go ahead and be part of the fun today with the number one Lakers blogger and also as well, Jamie Sweet, who probably won't have the nicest five things to say, right there for you at Lakerholics.com. Plus, Ox1947, who is probably very angry at Lakersball.com. Plus, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than this game today, Go ahead and do so at Simblades, Simblades with the Y.com if you're in the Southern California area. And if also, as well, you like great basketball content or good friends at the HoopHeadsPod.com area, can go ahead and provide many other podcasts for you. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, welcome once again. Thanks so much for joining us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Again, multi-streaming live for you all over the place as far as the outlets are concerned. So thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it so much. Tonight's a big night for altogether different reasons. Yes, Joe will be taking the one-chip challenge, but I do want to go ahead and say this game started off with the Lakers and the Indiana Pacers. Lakers coming home high off the victories off the weekend in San Antonio, back-to-back victories. Looking a lot better coming in at 7-11. Looking a little bit better with the outlook right there for you. But unfortunately, even if the Lakers getting a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter, the Lakers, unfortunately, (sighs) let the lead slip away. 
little by little by little over the last nine and a half minutes. And a last second shot by a rookie, nonetheless, Andrew Nemhard. Okay, you know, what can I say? Just stole the heart out of the Lakers fans with a 116 to 115 victory for the Indiana Pacers, despite a great performance by Anthony Davis. 25 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. Troy Brown Jr. had 10 rebounds himself. LeBron James, 8 of 22. Not a great shooting day, but 21 points and 7 rebounds. Russell Westbrook with 24 points, but some decisions down the stretch, which I know we'll talk about. And, of course, also as well, Austin Reeves. He chipped in with 13. But the Lakers, unfortunately, having a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter was not enough, and they do fall 116-115. to 115. And here today to talk about what's going on with the Lakers. Good man indeed. He will be taking the one-chip challenge later on in the broadcast. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Ox1947 and also as well at LakersBall.com. You got to go ahead and check them out there, plus simblaze.com for a great transformation for your front yard today. It is Joe Sorrow, and Joe, you're on mute right now. Just wanted to go ahead and make sure that you're up and ready to go. First off, before we get into anything relating to the One Chip Challenge, a very disappointing effort as they closed out the game after what was going to be looking more and more like a Lakers victory. The team, the team's focus showed its true colors today. Uh-huh. I think they were starting to feel themselves. They were starting to go, okay, we got a little run here going. We got a 17-point lead. We're going to win this thing. I'm going to finish off the month the way we need to. And then 2022 slapped them in the face. There is no such thing as a big lead anymore in the NBA. When you have teams that are coming back from 30 points regularly, a 17-point lead is not a big lead anymore, even if it's nine minutes. Because I've seen too many times where 10 points vanish in a, in a minute and a half. Imagine that, 10-point leads in a minute and a half. Um that's the norm now. And the Lakers felt themselves, and Darvin Ham had his worst coached game of the season tonight. He should be ashamed of himself for how terrible, how terrible his lineups were towards the end there. And uh, I hate to pick on Russell Westbrook, but, and, and LeBron a little bit too. They, LeBron James is known as a mental savant of basketball because he remembers plays from April 3rd, 2008, right? And he'll go through all the processes, but yet he can't go and guard a guy in the last moment of a game. If, if either one of Russell Westbrook or LeBron are in front of their guys, this game ends with a Laker win. To me, that's a, that's not very intelligent basketball. And that's not the first time that's happened. So if Darvin Ham is going to make sense of this, because obviously I've seen this enough from Russell Westbrook and LeBron James, if you're not going to 
play the tape tomorrow and say, LeBron, Westbrook, you see what you did here? Then you really don't need to be coaching in the NBA. Uh, Because if you're not going to be allowed to coach, and if you don't command the respect of those players to coach, then you probably shouldn't be a head coach in the NBA. Your job is to get the attention of these guys, regardless of how big they are. And the Lakers got lazy. And they deserved losing the way they did because of that laziness. And it's it's why they've that's it's why they're in the position they're in. And it's it's just a, such a sad way to to almost end this month because I was really looking forward to a nine and eleven ending here. Uh, and now I'm hoping that they can get themselves right for Wednesday and not blow that game because of this game. That's very disappointing. The effort that was made during that last half of the fourth quarter, you could see it whittling down little by little by little. And Dr. Mongoose, who I think uh, was one of the main people behind playback, he was actually listening in and watching our live stream on playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. And unfortunately it just, he was calling it. He was calling it. He said that the Lakers Unfortunately, we're going to lose, and it looked more and more like the Lakers were playing not to lose. But unfortunately, when you play so conservative, the ball stopped moving. Russell Westbrook was playing hero ball the last two minutes. Sure, he hit a three, but made several mistakes down the stretch. Did not get the ball to AD and LeBron when they needed to the most. Then, you know, by the time you get it to LeBron and AD, it's way too late. Unfortunately, mistakes down the stretch. As Zangerstein, as Laker Tom have repeatedly said, and I have said as well, Russell Westbrook is great for the middle parts of the game. And you talked about it as well, Joe, when it comes to Russell Westbrook, about being that guy off the bench that's great going against those second teams, but not having him in clutch time when it matters the most. There's a lack of basketball IQ in in Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. LeBron James has been touted incorrectly as a genius on the basketball court. Uh It's not true. The evidence is all over the place. I've seen enough of LeBron James up close and personal to where I've seen way too many mental mistakes for me to tout him as the greatest ever. It's just too many. I I never... Up until the... Oklahoma City series in 2000, I believe it was 2014, no, 13, sorry, 2013. I I had never seen Kobe Bryant make massively mental, major mental mistakes like I've seen LeBron make in the last four years. Russell Westbrook is a walking mistake uh, if he's not doing something productive. There is no middle ground with Russell Westbrook. He's either doing an amazing play or he's doing an amazingly bad play. And these little signs will tell you that those plays, those little plays, those little mistakes that you keep making over a 48-minute time period, they result in things. You can't really measure it. It's too much information. But... They mean something. So when you miss a three-point shot that is dumb and then they go hit a three, 
That's a six-point turnaround. And in this today's NBA, a six-point turnaround is devastating. It's not what it was in the in the 90s. Heck, it wasn't even like this in the 2000s. It, it is if this doesn't get fixed, then we're not gonna stop seeing this. <laughs> this has to get fixed. This is not about Russell Westbrook coming off the bench starting. LeBron being injured. These are not injury and tactical reasons on why these things are happening. This is mental laziness, mental focus. If you're not going to be mentally focused and you're not going to tell yourself, I'm going to play a certain way mentally, then you cannot be effective. Physical the world will tell the, the 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 human human the human body will tell you physically you can't do something, but there's no reason at some point because that's just life. That's but you're in a position here where mentally you should be able to make the right decisions. You've been in the league long enough. You're an MVP. You're a multiple MVP. You're you know your team needs to climb the ladder a little bit here to get back to some normalcy, and then you 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 think you have the right. To, 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 to kind of relax with a 17-point lead with nine minutes left? Who the hell are you? No one cares that you won a championship two years ago. No one cares that you won an MVP in 2017. We're talking about today, guys, on November 28, 2022. And right now, this could have been the beginning of something very bad. It uh-huh. can be the beginning of something very bad. So I'm going to look at how they react on Wednesday. If they come out guns a blazing on Wednesday and blow Portland out by 30, they'll be like, all right. Maybe you went into practice on, on Tuesday and said, we cannot let this happen again. We we already dug ourselves a hole. We got to make up for this. Win on Friday too, by the way. Win a, win a game that you're really supposed to lose. And then at that point, I'll take you seriously. But at this point, all the good that they've done for the last week and a half just went down. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers, unfortunately, on the last second shot by Andrew Nemhart, lose to the Indiana Pacers after giving up a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter, 116 and 115. We could talk about all the good things that they did do during the course of the game. I think the transition was pretty good. It wasn't quite as good as what it was it was then in uh, San Antonio. I thought their transition defense for the Lakers was a little bit lapsed again as it was in San Antonio. Got to go ahead and fix those, like you said, mental things that they need to focus on a little bit better. But their transition offense was fairly effective today. And shooting-wise, it wasn't that bad. I mean, 35% from three, 77% from the line. That's actually below their average. They're getting to the line quite a bit, 31 free throws overall. Consistency there on them getting to the to the free throw line is the one of the reasons why that they've been winning as of late. What do they need to do as far as to try and, and get these victories pulled out? Because, again, when it comes to any time that they compete against a mid-level or an upper-level team, you're seeing a losing result. Uh, this, this is different. This is this different. My interpretation of this game was, is, a, is the microcosm of what the mental focus is on the main players, which is LeBron to some degree, AD, and Westbrook. Their mental focus is just different. 
than what we've seen from great players. We, 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 I just, I don't, it's, 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 there's nothing else to look at here. I don't want to go into the whole detail of, you know, is, 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 are they competitive with the 500 teams versus the, the good teams? No, I don't, it has nothing to do with that. This is an internal problem. This is a, a, a look in the mirror problem. Okay. LeBron can still play in this league at a very, very high level. AD is playing at a high level. Russell Westbrook can still play at a very high level. But for some reason, especially LeBron and and Westbrook, they are lazy. They are mentally lazy. This is why LeBron has been called unclutch in his time. And then all the LeBron supporters come out and get their little statistics and their analytics and say, hey, He's hit more game-winning shots than Kobe. He's hit more game-winning shots than LeBron, LeBron than, than than Jordan. Look at the percentages. I go, do you watch the games? It's just like Jordan Brown. Jordan Brown's bringing the the old stuff, right? What Kobe used to do. But the results of Kobe's career, his first 14 years, was he went to the finals half his career in a very, very, very competitive conference i believe he has the record for most 51 teams beaten by a kobe team he went through two different types of title eras so you can sit there and argue about his shooting and his selfishness the game is about winning this is Raphael from nbadraftjunkies.com and you are listening to the lakers fast break when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Give me all of the Star Trek all of the time and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cold. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Well, the thing is, though, in the last two minutes, the predominant amount of touches were made by Russell Westbrook. And that's something I think I take issue with is the fact that he has proven over the course of his Laker career to not be someone that's very dependable down the stretch. 
He did hit a three, but made several other mistakes that ultimately cost, you know, it cost the team. LeBron got the ball once down low. He did score a basket, but, uh, you know, at this point, when Russell Westbrook is the predominant ball carrier, uh, you know, the ball handler that down the stretch in the last two minutes, it makes it much more difficult for this team to win. You know, I had mentioned, and I, I, I might be just emotional from the game here. I had mentioned how LeBron has never really had a, in the 20 years he's been in the league, he's never really had a dominant team. Like every great player at his stature had a season where it was like, this is his year, right? Kobe had a couple. Shaq had a couple. Wilt, Kareem, Magic, Jordan, Bird, hell, even Steph. Maybe the reason why LeBron has never had one is because of things like this. I just, I'm I'm not trying to pick on LeBron, but that last sequence really bothered me. And it just makes me realize, and it's not the first time I've seen this. There is a lack of intelligent focus with guys like LeBron and Westbrook. So forget about the last shot for a second, and let's talk about the game at the beginning. There's certain things that I saw LeBron doing that he has done before, but I'm going to talk about today's game, is why are you doing a heat check when you know you never make the heat check? He keeps trying to do it, right? Why are you dribbling like James Harden in his prime when you know you don't have any shooters? These are the type of things that I'm going to question your intelligence. If you don't know who your teammates are and and how how this offense is going to be best used, what does that mean? I don't think LeBron is dumb. I don't think he's not intelligent in basketball, but he does. He's been doing unintelligent things. So what do you want me to think and say? Westbrook, hot and cold. So now it's Darvin Ham's job to recognize this. Am I wrong? I'm some nobody at home on my couch who happens to know basketball, who has played enough basketball, watched enough basketball to know what's wrong. Why can't the coach say, you know what, Russ, sorry, I got to put Austin in here because we need to spread the floor a little bit. We don't want to have everything just be dribble, dribble, go to the hole. What, what, what was the point of running that particular lineup? We've already struggled with Westbrook, LeBron, and AD on the same floor, right? So why not go with what, what, what's worked when you put someone like Austin in there or someone that just has a, a little bit of a basketball IQ that can help at, at, the, at that moment? I don't know. I don't know what, what these guys do during the week. I really don't know. Maybe none of these guys want to be coached. Maybe no one's listening. Uh, we talked about that during playback. You know, are these guys really, like, are they paying attention? Is is the NBA player focused enough? I don't know. It's This was a bad loss. I just hope it's not the one that opens the floodgates. I agree with you on that. Kind of That kind of worries me as well. I know in the chat they're asking about Lonnie Walker the fourth because he only played 22 minutes and scored nine points. Why was he not very much in the rotation, especially in the second half? I do not see anything right now posted under under as far as any injuries or a reason why he wasn't out there. 
Uh, I thought that uh, agreed with you that Lonnie Walker should have been a better option than to have Russell Westbrook down the stretch, but he was not in there. He was only in the game for 22 minutes. Kind of uh, confusing for a guy who's been playing so well up until today. It's just not, it's not good. Bad decision-making and laziness. It's And the uh, coaching, coaching. And, and the coaching, uh, not being able to recognize that your players are not focused. Are you yell? Do something. Get your guy. Get back. Get back to your guy. Get back to your guy. Maybe they forgot. Maybe they had a brain fart. I don't know. But that's what the coach is there for. Not to sit there and act like Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, the reason why Phil Jackson used to sit on his rear end 90% of the time is because he already did his work that week. And it helped to have Kobe and Jordan and Shaq and Pippen. Don't get me wrong. But there's still more than four players on a on a basketball team. So you still need more than four players on a basketball team. Can you can you can you get these guys to pay attention? If you can't get them to pay attention to the basic stuff and they're great players, you shouldn't be coaching. This was a very, very badly coached fourth quarter and a very, very badly focused team where they had no margin of error already. Once again, the Lakers, unfortunately, on a last-second shot by Andrew Nemhard, lose 116-115 to after blowing a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter. They fall now to, unfortunately, 7-12. and uh, Their hill that they have to climb gets that much steeper, and we will be here on Wednesday, of course, for Portland to see, hopefully, if they can go ahead and right themselves and right the ship and get back to some semblance of normalcy because the Lakers lost all that momentum tonight on a last-second shot. And those are a killer, like you said. Those kind of shots can send you on a spiral downhill real easily. Yeah, it's. I believed we were going to win the game up until that ball went through. And it was. I was numb. Numb like my stomach is about numb right now from prepping from the one-chip challenge tonight. I just prep my stomach with the most ice cream I think I've eaten in my life. And I got another one over here just in case. So yeah, the pain of, of what's about to happen was already bad enough. I was going to hope I was hoping after the not the nine minute mark, I was like, Oh cool. At least I can celebrate a Laker win. You know, now it's going to be doubly worse. I told you then that last minute, the way that they were playing, the way that they were not executing down the stretch, it was all pointing to a Lakers loss. And it just, it, you cannot continue to give the other team that many good opportunities with the lack of defense and also the just very unimaginative half court offense that you provided, you know, just time and time again down the stretch. You got away from AD pretty much at all, at all at, in those last two minutes. And LeBron was only there for the last 30 seconds, seemingly, because Russ kept handling the ball. Just the decision-making. Decision-making, if you don't see what you like to see out there, Darvin Ham's got to call a timeout and say, you know, guys, we need to regroup and get the ball to the right people before we blow this game. The the, the other part, if you want to look at it from a uh, team construction standpoint, I it looked like AD got tired toward the end. And... And that's due to the fact that we have no depth. 
every time AD sits, there's a there's a run by the other team. Doesn't matter if it's Indiana, if it's Portland, if it's the Charlotte Hornets. It doesn't matter. This team cannot function unless their guys are on the court. The main guys are on the court. And that is not going to fly throughout the year, even if they're winning this game. There's no depth. This team needs depth. If you can't get the depth, just don't see how this is going to end up the way – end up in, in any way where they're going to be competitive when it matters. I agree with you on that. And that's going to be very disappointing because the fact is then what are you going to do to try and build a team? Because you cannot go and tank because we don't even have control of our, our first-round pick. So rocking a hard place, my friend, rocking a hard place. So the team only can try to do better, only can try to get better because we don't want them to give New Orleans a better opportunity at the first pick in the draft with Victor Wambayama. So this team has to try and right the ship. Fortunately, there's a lot of cluster in the Western Conference. So they're not that far behind at this point of out of a play-in scenario. So it's not that bad. I mean, Dallas has been playing lousy. Minnesota's been playing lousy. Sacramento started losing again once they got to that that really high status. They started losing. Portland's not been playing very well since Damian Lillard's been playing, uh, since been out of the lineup. And you've got Utah Jazz falling back down. So, you know what? It just seems to me that if the Lakers can just find a way to go ahead and mesh and make better decisions down the stretch they can go ahead and get themselves back into a play-in mix at the very least. I don't know what that's going to do if you're not. Gets them out of the lottery. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're playing for right now. I, I, I'm I, not going to shut it down all the way. Again, they can win on Wednesday and then steal a game against Milwaukee. Then you're sort of on par. Mm-hmm. I'll wait till the week is over. I just wanted them to. I was. I, I said they'd finish eight and twelve. They win on Wednesday. It's right on the prediction. But uh, this this week and a half stretch, the beginning of December, is going to be brutal, and every win would have helped. Now they have to win an extra game during that run. I was hoping for a three and five record before we probably get slaughtered by Boston on the thirteenth. But now they have to go four and one to make up for this loss. I agree. That's going to be a problem indeed. But I will say that hopefully that we can get back on the rebound again on Wednesday, starting with our live watch party at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be the Lakers facing off at the Crypt against the Portland Trailblazers. And, of course, on wherever actually now, we're now multi-streaming all over the place YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, a whole bunch of places, Twitter even. Go ahead and check us out there at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter. Also, go ahead and check out Lakers Tom, uh, Laker Tom's latest articles at Lakerholics.com. Jamie Sweets over there with his five things at Laker Tom. You're going to go ahead and tweet at him with his crazy trade proposals. But, Joe, are you ready to do the one chip challenge yet, or do you want to talk a little bit more about the game before we head on out? <laughs> Let's get going. All right. Well, I'd rather yeah. I, I'd want to get this. I want to get this uh, here. I'll show everybody. Okay, here it is, got, right here. He's got the one chip challenge. It is. I gotta. The one. I, I gotta. I gotta take this little thing off so you know that it's not been touched. Yep. Here he goes, right there so, for you. 
I'm going to put you on the main right here, and I'm going to put me in the smaller situation. Okay, let me. All right. Time to put the. Joe Soro with the one chip challenge, everyone. Time to put. I'm going to put me in the corner right here. Cavity. No, gloves no, on. no. God, you know how many times I've watched this? Somebody, some other schmuck do this. Jordan says, this is why he's here, to see you take it. All right. So here it is. So I'm going to figure out how I'm going to eat this so that it doesn't spill over anywhere. So what do the instructions say to do? Did you read the instructions? So it says what to expect. Uh, Made with Carolina Reaper, pepper, and scorpion pepper. I don't even know what the scorpion pepper is. Um, this is this high voltage chip was created for the shocking pleasure of intense heat and pain. Uh, number one, tongue takeover. Number two, shock the senses. Number three, surge of tears. Number four, jolt to the gut. Number five, voltage overload. Hmm. Rules of the challenge. Eat the entire chip. Prove it. Show us your tongue. Wait as long as a po- as possible before drinking or eating anything. Bull crap. I'm not doing that. Uh, post your reaction on social media. Well, whatever. There goes nothing. Once again, it's Joe Soro with the one chip challenge. Smells like motor oil. All right. I'm going to cut this so that I can. Here, guys. You see it? I'm going to cut this so I can put it all in my mouth and not have it spill. Get my milkshake ready. All right, ready? There goes nothing. Drum roll. He has taken a one-chip challenge. That is him crunching. He's actually uh, drinking some of his shake from Sonic. His tongue has turned blue, so he has legitimately eaten the one-chip. Because he did lose the bet, the Lakers did win four more games after they went two and ten before the end of November. All right, the heat is starting. Jordan says you're cheating. I never said I was going to wait. Petting my cat is laughing hysterically at this. Are we seeing Joe change any colors? Let us know in the comments right there. All right, it's all down. <clears throat> He's feeling it. He's starting to feel it already. I can tell. No, I read the I read the instructions. <laughs> He's feeling it, that's for sure. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately did lose one sixteen to one fifteen. <clears throat> Joe Soro is taking the one chip challenge as we speak. He's starting to feel it as you see. He is uh joe how are you feeling what's the update it's hot (laughs) wow i want to make sure i don't i don't touch my face there's the hiccup there's the hiccup i think he's starting to sweat too i think he's starting to sweat Mm. he's hiccuping he's hiccuping that's that that he is yes wow yes his tongue is blue. He is hiccuping as we speak. He's trying to drink more ice cream. <laughs> but... 
So tell us, how much of a burn is it for you? Is it the worst burn you've ever had? Not yet, but I know they told me it was going to delay. Okay. It's starting to get really hot. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Watch yeah. out. I think he's sweating a little bit out there. Got the hiccups right now, but otherwise mm. he looks he looks okay. He looks okay, folks. I do I can't handle some spice, but it's burning. He's mm. got he's right now. He's he's dealing with it. He's toughing it out. I can't talk. <laughs> That's a first. Crap. That's Woo. a first. We found out what it takes for him not to be able to talk. Mm. I'm okay when I take the bite. And then it goes away, and then it comes back with a vengeance. Oh, man. Yes, uh, yes, Richard, he is a soldier for doing this. He is actually a trooper. He did not have to go through with it, but he did. He was a man of his word, and uh, that should be uh, by everyone in the chat room appreciated. Joe, thoughts on the Westbrook journey? (laughs) What about how's your blood pressure, John? I'm for for it. I'm for it. Oh my gosh. He's mm. trying. It's still burning. Still burning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's go on. Let's see if I can talk. Okay. Ooh. Well, Ooh. when it comes to what's going on, on on Wednesday, what do you think the Lakers need to do? Most likely Damian Lillard will be out of the lineup. I think that they need to reevaluate, reevaluate when they use Russell Westbrook. That, I think, is need to be the first and foremost thing that they need to do is because, again, having him down the stretch, as you start to sweat, I can see the sweat glistening right now. He is turning red. Okay. But uh, he did eat the whole chip, Jordan. Yes, he did. He did. He is burning right now. He is burning indeed. It's hot. <laughs> I totally forgot to do the Shaq thing where he's like, ah. And then he goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh man Woo! Mm. it's staying mm. with them it's mm. staying with them holy crap how do people not drink anything for 20 minutes is it 20 or is it 5 Woo! Oh, wow I'll be right back let me get my uh, towel just okay. so I don't look like I'm sweating all over the place fair enough indeed but once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Joe Soro just took the one chip challenge. He has been a trooper. Truly appreciate it. He's going to towel off from all the sweat that's actually coming now because he's actually sweating as we speak. But truly appreciate everybody watching and listening. It's been a momentous night for altogether different reasons. The Lakers unfortunately fall to 7-12 and 12 on the season. Now, when it comes to the NBA and the standings, like I mentioned earlier, they're not that far out of a play-in situation, so they could still find a way because they're two two games out. As of now, two games out of a play-in situation because you've got the struggling Utah Jazz at 12-11. You've got Minnesota at 10-11. And then right out of the playoff mix and just right outside the play-in line, is Dallas at 9-10, and 10, which has got to be surprising given the fact that Luka's been playing so well. And then you have also as well after that Oklahoma City ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers, who are tied with them as far as overall six and a half games out of first place. But they are just two games out of the play-in, Joe. Joe, I mean, if they can get any type of momentum back, any type of momentum back, they can go ahead 
and get into the play-on mix. They're not that far out. Yeah, they they need to win Friday. They need to beat Milwaukee to cover this loss. Yeah, I agree. If they do that, then you can still look at it as, wow, you just ruined a chance at me doing the blazing challenge. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he's still struggling through it. It's, um, it's burning. It's burning. But yeah, and I'm, I'm again, I'm not, I don't do these things. Uh, if you're just joining us late, Joe has mm. already taken a one chip challenge and he's feeling it right now as we speak. Uh, luckily, I do have a high pain threshold. Mm-hmm. But it's coming in handy right now. But uh, <clears throat> this sucker is hot. If you have any ulcers or digestive issues, do not ever take this chip. The only reason why I'm going to survive this is because God put a digestive system in my in my body that's not normal um, in a good way. Now, from my assessment of this thing, I know I've read that it it. it like later it'll hurt, right? Mm. So I'm I'm gonna have to probably come back for Wednesday's game and give you guys the the post part. Well, actually, of this. well, we will have a show tomorrow. Hopefully, well, even you can join okay, us. cool. So tomorrow, so the stomach ache might be a problem tonight. Mm. Combination of how much ice cream I've eaten. It's the most ice cream I've ever eaten in my life. Mm. But I do think that the ice cream coated the stomach to the point where it might not be as bad. Again, I'll, I'll know that probably by tonight. My mouth is slowly subsiding. I know that they, even the guys that take the chip and don't drink anything, they said it lasts about 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then it goes away. Right now it's sort of going away. Now I can kind of somewhat function and talk. Uh, whereas the first five minutes I couldn't. John says, just poop it out, Joe. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I know, but Jordan, but it's we got to go ahead and give to some type of realistic outlook right now. The Lakers are not in a totally. Uh, so Jordan, Jordan seems to be a type that's very optimistic and very, uh, it's okay. Uh, we are realistic people who know yeah. what's going on. Uh, Jordan's probably seen three Laker games this year, so he might not have the he might not have the the real focus of what's going on. I know what I watch. I know what we watch. Just mistakes down the stretch, my friend. Mental mistakes that shouldn't be happening. So the question now is, and I have this this is a question for the for the audience, and write it into the live chat. Why are our veteran leaders? making these mental mistakes why i really want to know why well again it's a situation where you have this team is just the lack of focus in the last few minutes was something you could see you could see the tide turning you could see the lack of focus and it's so hard to get that back as far as the momentum once you let it get away from you it's just so difficult. Only the, the really good teams can really hold those kind of momentum swings off. 
Okay, so petting my cat says they don't care. That's a very, very good answer. I would love to sit with LeBron maybe after a couple of wines and really ask him, like, why did you do this? Why do you keep doing this? You know it's bad basketball. Why do you keep doing it? And I think the answer is deep down, if they were being truthful, if you put in some truth sermon there, I don't really care. That's what happens when you don't care is when you don't play defense, right? When you're not making the right defensive uh, decisions. I've played basketball. When I, when I don't care about going down to the block and making an effort to get the ball in the hole, I'll shoot threes. So my question now to LeBron and Russell Westbrook is, you're, why are you playing? Are you here to just collect money and – Continue your fame? Because it doesn't look like you guys are interested in winning championships anymore. That's that's where it is. These mistakes are just, that's the evidence. Evidence is evidence, guys. You can't, you can't trick evidence. And, and, and if you have interpretation issues with your eyes, Jordan, I don't know what to do for you. I don't know what to tell you. I have watched every game this year, other than a, a few spurts here and there. What are you going to tell me that I haven't seen? And what do the results say? 7-12. and 12. And you have three Hall of Famers on your team, and two of them are still very productive. And the third one it kind of got his act together a little bit this year. So what are you going to tell me? You're telling me that a $47 million a year player shouldn't be thinking smart, shouldn't be playing smart basketball because of your feelings or whatever it is that you think? No, no. And so Jordan's saying in the chat, so Kobe took $40 million and the Lakers were great. Was that out, That's the magical ch- contract that he took at the end of his career, correct? What does that have to do with our discussion? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, Jordan, again, you've been right one out of ten times in basketball. I keep telling you this. You're not listening. You don't know anything about basketball. Kobe took that money as a severance pay for a team that was tanking for two years. This is not a team that just came off of a championship two years ago. Thanks, John, for the correction. It's $48 million. Sorry. What's $48 million? His, I think he says oh, that the, 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 yeah, the, co- the COVID yeah. contract. Okay. Yeah. So you're, 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 you're comparing apples and oranges. This is supposed to be a team that's competing for a championship. John, uh, Julius Randall and DeAndre Russell were, and Rob Sacre was not winning a championship though, during those two years, guys, or Jordan. They Sorry. weren't even close. Come on. Get, get, get with it. Will you killing me over here? <laughs> not okay are they killing you or is the chip still killing you no the chip's fine uh, my stomach is boiling i think the ice cream and the spices are going ah uh, 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 uh. Woo! 
<laughs> once, yeah. once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Joe Soro has. I feel like John time. right now. I'm sure John feels like this 24 7. So that's <laughs> what I would imagine would feel like. <laughs> Always getting a shot in on John, no matter how much pain he's yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. No, but this is, uh, you know, I took the challenge. Yeah, I didn't do this stupid uh, wait for 15 hours to before I have to go and put my head in a bucket of ice. Richard, it's okay. He can say Kobe's name as much as he wants. He's a, he's a fan. He's a supporter. He's one someone that has to. Yeah, Marcelo Huerta. Remember right. Marcelo? Yeah, that's a it's, good one, petting my cat. You're you're winning it tonight. Yeah, that's 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 just yeah. If there, if, yeah, if there was a first place today, it would be. Petting my cat, and then Jordan would be last, and then the second to last would be John. But that's where John usually is, anyways. <laughs> but no, yeah, come on, guys, let's keep it civil. Let's try to keep it civil. Come on, uh, Xavier Henry. Oh my gosh, that's a name for the past, that's for sure. Uh, I will say though that once again, the Lakers did lose one sixteen to one fifteen. Joe Sorrell is still turning red from what's going on with the one chip challenge. He is uh, still feeling it. John says, I'm always number one. <laughs> okay, all right. And number two combined. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not taking, talking about rankings either, Johnny. <laughs> I, I mean, your name is John, and you do take one and twos. <laughs> it's too easy, man. Too easy. There you go. Even with the... Uh, one chip challenge still burning in his stomach as we speak. He's still trying to put out those zingers. <sighs> it's starting to burn. <laughs> well, at least your tongue is not that blue anymore. Yeah, it's it's a, it's gone. Zanger sign says it best. The Lakers lost, but we win because of Joe taking that challenge. He is a man <laughs> of his word. I will give him all the credit in the world. He didn't back out. He's a man of his do, world. Do people usually back out on that? I mean, that's kind of cowardish don't you don't i'm you sure think? some people have i'm sure some people have they're just too intimidated by it uh, i thought i know there's a wing challenge that might be on deck i know that uh, you and john are still trying to work that out so that hopefully. one that one's gonna be tough but now the nose is running but there's that one i've had the wings i think if i had never had them it'd be worse mm -hmm. but i've never i've never eaten that one will probably be harder because unless, of course, this, you know, gets worse in the next few hours, <laughs> which, which I've read that, that it does happen. Uh, John McKellian said you're about to have nuclear bomb as your number two tonight. My friend, enjoy. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's hard to be depressed about the Lakers losing after what I see. Well, I, 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 when the shot went in, I didn't have a feeling. I couldn't believe it. I was just sitting there going, did, did we just lose this game? And then you said, oh, yeah, ESPN called it. And I'm like, oh, no. Yep. So it might hit me after we get off the show. Okay. When Andrew shot the ball, I understand that he's a rookie, not getting all the respect he needs to get. But in that situa situation, there was Russell Westbrook and LeBron James should have rotated over to him much sooner, should have played off the ball. The it, it, the losing the the team on the road always plays to win the game. They always go for the three. It's it just seems never never do they go just to tie the game. 
it's always the road team always go for the win. It, it just was simple, simple things that they should have done. Russell or LeBron should have rotated over to Nemhard to try and thwart that three-pointer, or at least make the passing lane by Halliburton that much harder. Fundamentals. We've talked about that a few times the last year. A shot that I'm sad to, that that I haven't seen a lot of this year is the Hakeem fadeaway from LeBron. Remember I told you how he kind of mastered that? It that was a scramble play, Zangerstein, but both LeBron and, and also Russell Westbrook were off that play. They could have rotated over sooner. The guy, what's it? Was it Halliburton who picked up his dribble already? Yeah. And okay. He's the, one. the moment his dribble was picked up, you now know that you don't need to double that guy. If you double that guy, you make his job. I, I, it's sad that I got to explain this. He picked up his dribble. That means you do not need to double him anymore. He is not going to do a one-step. And Okay, let's say he does it and makes it. Okay, it's a luck shot at that point. But at that point, as intelligent basketball players, you go to your guy. You do not need to double anymore. LeBron and, and, and Russ were playing an area. They were not playing a man. I understand that it was a rebound. There's no one on that team you need to double on anyways. But they gave you a gift. Well, he he got the offensive rebound. It wasn't necessarily a gift, but he still picked up his dribble. Therefore, go find a guy to stand in front of so that he doesn't have a wide open shot. It's it's just, I don't know. I... It's not. It is not the, a one-time thing, guys. If this was a one-time thing, LeBron forgot. Russell Westbrook got <coughs> flustered. Whatever. Okay, it's a one-game off. But this is happens all the time. I see it all the time. If it's not a fourth-quarter shot, it's it's a three-point shot that's made in the middle of the second quarter. But we don't go into it too much because it's just a shot in the second quarter. But I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm drooling right now, by the way. It's just, I'll give the fact that LeBron has been doing this for 20 years. Russell Westbrook's been doing it for 15 years. But if that's the case, guys, then maybe you should take less money if you're not going to do this the right way. Just That's it. That's uh, There's nothing else to say anymore, guys. I can't. Keep. I've gone into a little bit more detail on this, and that's the good thing. But it's tiring watching low IQ basketball from players that are making between each other, I believe, almost a hundred million dollars. Two of your supposed high IQ players are making a hundred million dollars, making nine hundred thousand dollar a year mistakes. $900,000 a year player mistakes. And I can prove it. It's it's on tape. It's not something that I just, I'm, I'm emo- you know, Jordan thinks I'm emotionally, this is an emotional thing. It's not. It's just not. If, if Durant had, did a dream shake, shot over AD and made it, we're not having this discussion. It's KD making a shot because he's great. 
This was a rookie guy standing there like this. Why? Why do you not have somebody there? You know this team, all it has is threes. You know three-fourths of the league have zero fundamentals to basketball. All they do is shoot threes. Stay in front of the guys. The hell with everybody else. But no. No, just bad, bad decision making over bad decision making. And this is just this is the result. The result is a seven and twelve team that should have been eight and eleven right now. Getting ready to go nine and eleven on Wednesday. And that's the disappointing part about it. It is, it is, because we we're trying to we're trying to give the positiveness and we're trying to talk about some of the good stuff that's going on and keep it going and keep the atmosphere good. You know, Russell Westbrook slapping hands with the fans after three weeks, before three weeks, they wanted to throw batteries at him. You know, it's it, now they're slapping hands with him. You know, it's, it, can, it can change that quick, but for what? All that, all that progress for what? Because you could not do a basic defensive decision and your coach refuses to teach you this, apparently. What is Darvin Ham doing? Where is he coaching this team? Is he saying something and they're not listening? Okay. But the problem there is then, why are you coaching this team? Why did they give Darvin Ham a five-year deal? What did they think they were getting? Is he is he the LeBron Russell Westbrook whisperer? I don't know. I don't know. I uh, nothing makes sense in those departments. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. And if you're ready to talk toys, I haven't stopped talking toys. Let's get to it. It's the Jay and Rob Toy Show, and we're back for season two for 10 more episodes of Toy Talking Goodness. And this time, we talk Marvel figures, we talk DC figures, Holy Grails, play sets, what if scenarios, and so much more. But we're not alone. We've brought a few friends with us this time. All that, and of course, our action figure spotlight. So check out the Jay and Rob Toy Show season two, exclusively on Jinx Esports TV. Canada. Well, again, it just led to a disappointing effort in the fourth quarter, and the Lakers unfortunately blow a 17-point lead to fall to the Pacers on a last-second shot, 116-115. to 115. Ah, Very frustrating, but Joe, on the other hand, you got to give him all the credit in the world for taking the one-chip challenge. You've done it. How do you feel before we head on out, my friend? My stomach is boiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, tomorrow uh, I feel like to... crap. <laughs> Plus, well, crap. I think uh, I think the best way to say it is John said I'm going to have to go to the bunker because I'm not sure if the world will survive once Joe takes a deuce tonight. <laughs> that guy and that guy is truly a freaking John. <laughs> Seriously. You're a damn John, you know, John? As he drinks some more ice cream, indeed. But once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you sticking out with us tonight. <laughs> as Joe has taken the one-chip challenge, still feeling the burn even as we speak. Right there, 
nose issues, sweating. My gosh, the whole nine yards. That is totally intimidating to me. But again, yeah, there's there's no way. There is no way you do this if you can't handle some spice. If you can't handle spice and you take this thing, you're dead. You're dead for at least an hour. And then whatever happens to your digestive system. Yeah. I agree. And, and they should have put back Lonnie in the game. I think that's one of the things that, that Darvin Ham is going to hear endlessly about is why they neglected to put Lonnie Walker, the fourth back into the game. And, you know, this is a team as was stated earlier by Zangerstein and a whole bunch of other people in the chat, a team built on five point guards and you already have LeBron James, which absolutely makes no sense. So it's too, it's so you had Schroeder, Rhett Westbrook, LeBron in there, right? Yeah, you have three ball handling players who can't shoot, and you're struggling scoring. <laughs> and AD was tired. Yeah, I agree. This is I a coaching agree. thing, right? I'm not just being mean. No, you're not being mean. It's okay. again those decisions down the the stretch. Not only decisions by the players, but decisions by the coaching staff on who should be in there. We've already said at nauseum so far this year that Russell Westbrook should not be in the game that late in the game. He's fine and, for when he's in there coming off the bench, but when it comes to making those decisions, those crucial decisions down the stretch, that's when it really gets hard for the Lakers to go ahead and get the outcome that they want. It's just not, it's just not good. I, I, you know, there was a, <laughs> one of the things I used to love about Phil Jackson was Someone would make a mistake, a really dumb mistake. And he would just sit there and go like, really? Just like how we are right now. So it's not a, it's not an accident that we come from that era. We are used to that kind of coaching, mm-hmm. that kind of delivery of it, right? Yeah. I don't see how because of a certain generation that that should change. But the problem is you have leaders in management and players who are, NBA players have always been divas. It's it's hard to use that ever as an example. I kind of crack up about how some of the coolest people out there like, oh, I'm not watching the NBA, too many prima donnas. I'm like, dude, this has been going on for much, much longer than the last five years. Come on, you wake up a little bit, okay? The NBA is very diva heavy because one guy makes that much of a difference. And there's not a lot of talented, there's not a lot of talent out there that makes a difference on top of that. Yeah. Okay, it's just, you got to pay attention. So what is the answer to this? Who is going to come in and change this thing, right? Who is going to press the right buttons? No one. Maybe Greg Popovich might be able to yell at LeBron and LeBron would take it. Who else? Nick Nurse, maybe? I don't even think him. Pat Riley out of... I don't even think Spolster could do it. Pat Riley out of retirement? No. Phil Jackson can't walk? No. So... The player then at that point needs to make a decision. And if that player continues to stay stubborn and not be able to handle criticism, 
from at least the coach. I don't mind if they get irritated with the media or fans like us. You know, we're nobodies. But the coach, the coach should have the ability to tell you that you stunk and you change your stinking. But we're not getting that. I thought Vogel was the problem last year, right? Well, Darvin Ham is not really doing much different. Not at least right now. So no. that's that's something we're definitely going to have to uh, talk more about as the days and the games go by. But once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate you being part of what we're doing today. Joe, before I close out the show, any last thoughts on what's going down with your stomach before we head on out? I'm going to go drink a gallon of water. Flush the sucker out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I I I think the mouth thing again, I, I did the research. The mouth thing they said would last 20 minutes. I think they meant for those who didn't drink anything, mine probably lasted about five, six minutes. Because I said, I said to everyone, I said, I'm not gonna play the weight game. I'm just gonna eat it and do whatever the hell I want after that. But my stomach is it's boiling right now. Um, and that's, I heard that that might be a one day thing where I'm dealing with that. <laughs> well, we'll find out tomorrow when it comes to NBA observations. Please go ahead and join us for our NBA observations tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Rich, Rich, says- Rich, yeah, Rich, look, it's a stupid thing. I would have never done this. Never. I wasn't even, I don't know. Did you just mention it, Gerald? What's that? The one chip thing. I don't even remember who brought it up. You brought it up, right? Did I? I don't I know. never brought it up. Did I bring it, it up? Was it brought up by chat? Uh, no, I think I might have mentioned it. I'll just say, I'll blame me. You can blame me. I get to blame for a lot as being. No, seriously. We, we, we have a tape. We can go back to the tape. Yeah, I can go back to the tape. But do I want So to? anybody who remembers, I don't remember. Did you bring it up or did I just bring it up and I don't remember? Because I have a memory problem right now. I got so much stuff going on in my life. I forget, I have short-term memory sometimes. Uh, I do I do 10 podcasts a week, so it's really yeah. hard for me to remember. <laughs> yeah, the One Chip Challenge is a waste of life. It, it was good entertain, cheap entertainment, but... I know, that's what, I know we talked about how the Lakers... I thought the Lakers would go... Uh, you know, at least win four games the rest of this month. And they did. They actually won five. Uh, I I thought Joe said, no way. Absolutely no way. I remember him saying no way that they would do that. No way with it. You, you said they wouldn't win four games. I never said no way. This this guy, Jordan, he he makes things up in his head. No, you said, I remember you said there was no way that they were going to win four games the rest of this month after they were two and 10. No, that's how the, that's how the bed started. No. I didn't say that. Bring the tape up. <laughs> I might have to. I might have to. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, who's it? Jordan said what I said. He said one chip. I'm going to find you. <laughs> I'm going to find you, Jordan. And you're going to know what brown looks like. <laughs> so, Rich, uh, Gerald found me on LakersBall.com. There was discussions with Lakers ball in doing a Laker ball podcast. The only reason why we hadn't done one is I didn't want to, I didn't want to go through all the producing side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have probably eventually, but I didn't want to do it at the time. And then Gerald just happened to come, I think a few months later and introduce himself. And 
I was looking for more voices. I'm looking, I was looking at that time for, you know, like I reached out to Laker ops. I was reaching out to all Lakers related groups and pages and just trying to reach out to more voices that wanted to go ahead and talk about the Lakers because you would think so many people want to talk about the Lakers. But unfortunately, when I reach out, a lot of these Laker places, these, a lot of these Laker groups, these Laker pages, they just give you like silence when you go ahead and try to approach them about asking them to want to go ahead and talk about the Lakers. I've had a lot of great interviews, a lot of great people on that talk about their, their teams that come on the show, but talking about the Lakers, it's hard sometimes to get people on camera to talk about the Lakers. And I found that out over the years, but I was able to go ahead to Lakersball.com. I just looked it up and I said, Hey, anybody want to join up? And you know, Joe's been here ever since. I I think it's hard for some to articulate especially when it comes to the day-to-day game thing, mm-hmm. it, it's, 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 I don't know if people's attention spans are, are there to. I'll retweet it, Jordan. I'll retweet it. Yeah. And then I'm going to retweet you right here. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Joe, be nice. It's our audience. <laughs> the, he's, uh, watching, he's watching you suffer at 11, 11 PM. The, <laughs> the, uh, can you bring something different to the table and, and entertain? If you can bring something somewhat original, your personality, your delivery, whatever, your face, and then I think give coherent, logical, high IQ analyzation versus just sitting there and bitching and whining about losses and then overhyping wins. And then some days you feel a little bit more enthusiastic. Some days you don't. So the mood kind of could play a nice little entertainment game with people. Oh, Joe seems pretty calm today. Or Gerald seems pretty joyous today versus maybe yesterday. Sometimes the little heat comes out because maybe during that day, your work week was a little bit more intense and you kind of carry that into the show at the end of the day. That happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't really have bad days at work. But there are some, you know, some emotional stuff that might come in and 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 and, and kind of rev up the, the the juices, and it doesn't go away. Hence, why working out, playing sports, swimming in the backyard—you know, those things kind of tend to balance out the the endorphins. Well, for us, this is it. I think this is the, and especially with the way that the Lakers have been playing this last year. They've given us every reason to give us fuel to entertain. And if you're out there and you like what we do, all I ask is that you please let someone know or share just some, something to help us out because we do want to get the kind of audience that supports a great show like this. So if you could please go ahead and help us out any way you can to support the Lakers fast break here, either subscribing or do whatever you can to help us out. It is sincerely appreciated by all of us here at the Lakers Fast Break. And give us a five-star five review. review. Whatever. You get your podcast. But, <laughs> you know, I, no, I don't see Locked on Lakers. I don't see Forum Blue and Gold. I don't see Lakers Nation. I don't see any of them going ahead to the lengths that we do to try to entertain you, to have the personalities that we do, to try to go ahead and try to bring out – some gladness in a what right now is a pretty dark season for the team so we're trying to do the best we can to go ahead and not only inform you educate but also entertain you here at the lakers fast break by throwing different things at you like this so 
we just, yeah, we do need more likes. We do need more likes uh, right there. So if you like what you saw today with Joe suffering right there with the with the sniffles right there, he's still feeling it as we speak on the One Chip Challenge. It is sincerely appreciated. I mean, we could use all the help we can get right here at the Lakers Fast Break. We're not shy in saying that, but if you can continue to do so, we truly appreciate it. But Joe, I think it's time to head on out. We're going to go ahead and close down the show. It is, once again, the Lakers falling on the last second shot, 116 to 115. <laughs> Joe's <don't> argue. <laughs> but who's, who's Joe, Joe Smith? Joe, they're comparing you to Stephen A. You've been compared to Stephen A more than once on this show. And then Skip Bayless, too. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I think it's the loud mouth comparison. Yes. Well, <laughs> the, the mouth has actually had a lot. Not, it's a hot mouth today. There you go. Right there for you, Dean. But once again, please go ahead and check us out tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on our NBA observations. We'll be talking about the Eastern Conference and some extra stuff on the Lakers probably as well because, you know, we can't stop talking the Lakers. Wednesday, join us for our live Laker watch party. And then after that, of course, the post game right here. Joe will not be taking the one-chip challenge on Wednesday. He's already done his fix, but... I will say, though, that we truly appreciate everyone out there watching and listening. And then, of course, Thursday, Lakers History 101. We head back to Lakers Fast Break University. We're going to be talking about the Minnesota, Minneapolis Lakers. Let me talk about that. Get you ed- educated on some things you might not have known about the past for the Los Angeles Lakers in their time in Minneapolis. And, of course, Friday as well. We've got a game against Milwaukee on Friday. That will be alive for as well. Joe's calling in sick tomorrow. He can always call the boss because he is the boss. Yep. There you go. Absolutely indeed. But once again, the Lakers unfortunately fall 116 and 115, but we will be back tomorrow. Joe will also give us an update on the after effects of the one chip challenge. If you hear a sound somewhere in Southern California of some pain. Hey, boss. I'm I'm calling in sick tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, he is calling in sick. I'm just I'm just so amused at this point. But I my stomach what, feels like somebody put molten lava down my throat. Well, you know, with one a volcano just erupted in in Hawaii. Maybe that's a good comparison right there for you. Yeah, I can't catch my breath from the heat. Uh, and he's yawning as well. So let's get on out of uh, here. I'm not tired. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> One chip challenge, Joe. One chip oh, challenge. But it is Joe Soro. If you want to go ahead and check out what he's doing today as Oxnard. Eat some grass. <laughs> at LakersBall.com. Also as well, go ahead and check out Laker Tom. Laker Tom was having some technical issues. Spotlights for that. But he'll be back on hopefully on Wednesday for us. At Lakerholics.com, you can go ahead and check out his latest articles. Jamie Sweet was in our live chat, so go ahead during the game. So you go ahead and support what he does on his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. John McCallion, who's in the chat tonight, go ahead and check out his awesome channel. What's the name of it? John McCallion. So go ahead and subscribe to John McCallion's channel today called John McCallion as well. So everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening. The Lakers do fall 116 to 115, but we will be back. Put some Windex on it. Okay. But we'll be back on Tuesday.
Wednesday with some NBA observations. Looking forward to it from all of us right here. We thank you so much for being part of what we do each and every time out. And Joe, again, is a big time trooper for what he did with the one chip challenge right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.